Hello, gorgeous people, and welcome back to another episode of What Is This Feeling? A podcast where I talk about everything gay, theatre, drag, spirituality, and sex. This episode is about feeling fun, being fun, having fun. <laughs> Are you having fun? Do you know how to have fun? What is not fun to do? My name is Piotr, and I am a Pisces, and welcome to the episode of What Is This Feeling? Yeah! Fun. Now, what is fun? What is fun to you? Um, how do you have fun? Do you get taught how to have fun? Does it come through you to have fun? I looked up the definition and it says enjoyment, amusement and light-hearted pleasure. Well, I think fun is a bit more heightened than just enjoyment. I think fun is a very bright, hyper kind of energy to have fun. And that's why I sometimes find it hard to do as well. To go back to my childhood, how do you have fun as a kid? What do you do? You, I think you feel drawn straight away to things that you love, things that you like to play with, toys that you like to see on television, listen to, music, and of course, just playing outside, just having cool stuff to play with, marbles or a ball or I remember like Pokemon cards were in and like having fun for me was going outside and playing on the playground and I do remember every time you want to go outside I remember my my parents and my mother said like oh are you warm enough do you need a jumper like and telling me oh you need to be home at this time um this and this and this looking back now and how I have fun right now is um almost like a controlled kind of fun and I always try to be, you know, a good boy and, like, not do anything crazy, not do anything wild. So, looking back, I always felt it was very restricted. That I was like, oh, I want to do this. And then there was another voice outside of me that would say, like, oh, but are you going to do this? Or are you going to do that? Like, for example, going outside, playing outside. Oh, should you not wear a jumper because it's cold outside? And I'm like, I don't want to wear a jumper. I just want to go outside and play. And that kind of damping of the the fun. My kittens know how to jump on the kitchen counter right now, so I'm gonna get them off. What took five minutes in real life only took seconds here on the pod. He's off the counter, by the way. Where was I? Um, oh, yeah. So, lots of people have amazing stories about their school experience and how amazing it was. And I enjoyed school as in... I love learning. I love learning things. But the whole kind of self-development, social part of school, I didn't had. Um, I told before, like, I was bullied when I was younger. So going to school was not, A, a safe space for me. Because for whatever I was, I did, people had something to say about that. And... Yeah, it was just not fun. I didn't really enjoy going to school and I never really uh, think I never really said that because I really wanted to be appreciated of school and of learning things and um, it helped me, you know, getting what I want and that was my focus. My focus was to get a musical theatre degree and I had to go to school for that. So I, in a way, had to suck it up and keep focusing on that rational thing and yeah it was hard to have fun 
and the the fun that I then had was I don't want to say forced but I, I you know when there were like music classes theater classes I really threw myself in there to be like okay this is this is my time now for me to just be and that's where I felt safe in theater and around people that enjoy doing theater oh and talking about having fun and healing your inner child so last year we went to a uh camping site like a holiday park uh, uh, uh site my cats are really hyper right now they're running around running around if you can hear and they had a big center in the in the middle with like arcade games and you know um, shops and food and stuff and i never really let go of those things because you know they cost money and when you were a kid you know I'm really good at saving money. I enjoy saving money. So spending it on something that you can have fun with was not really a a thing or a big thing. You would always save it and then you can spend it on something that is enjoyable. <laughs> But to just have fun with it, I didn't really learn. So in that arcade hall thing, there was a SpongeBob slot machine um ticket game something with coins and it was so much fun i played so much on that machine and you could get tickets from it which is not really um something i knew of like in the netherlands we don't have that um and i spent so many hours there bless my boyfriend and it was just amazing and i had so much time and i felt like a kid i felt like a kid just enjoying themselves for what they need because i am now my own safe space i am now my own safe space for my younger self for my current self to have fun and to enjoy myself yeah well said oh and another thing i'm from the netherlands hey ho and we have a theme park which is incredible it's the best theme park in the world hands down boots uh it's called the Efteling, and it's incredible. I've got so many nostalgic memories of that. I went to it when I was a kid every year, and I loved it. It is so pretty, so beautiful, lots of roller coasters, shows, rides that are just magical, and me and my boyfriend went there, oh, it must be like almost two years ago last year, and It was just incredible. It was just... It is so nice when you are now aware of things that you struggled with in the past that you can now be like, hey, I can see that now and I can have a bit more fun than what I could when I was younger. Okay, yeah, we're going deep this episode. You think it's going to be fun? Well, it's going to be fun as well, but hey-ho. Going to something current. Hello. We went to Mighty Hoopla over the weekend. And I thought, oh, that would be fun. I heard so many stories about it. It's the first time going. And when I went there, because it's, it is a festival. It doesn't really have a festival vibe. As in, you know, there's no workshops or like, uh, you know, yoga sessions or like any, you know, kind of vibey kind of thing. So lots of performances on and you can just dress up and have a nice time, have a drink and stuff. So when I was there... I had an okay time. I really enjoyed the performances, 
but it was to be fair I didn't really had a, a massive enjoyment time there and that was just kind of my mindset I I think I felt I couldn't really let go or I couldn't really um proper enjoy the vibe and you know I've seen a lot of people around me um drunk off their faces just having a good time and then I was like well you know I don't want to drink that much and does it need more alcohol for me to proper enjoy it so I pat myself on the back for not like getting drunk and just to be like hey this is how I feel and I enjoy all the shows that are on but yeah yeah my hoopla was okay maybe 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 I had a a bad day or something and maybe maybe next time will be better but yeah I I expected to have more fun than than I had <laughs> my pulse is rushing my head is reeling my face is flushing what is this show singing dancing and acting were the first things in my life that I felt comfortable with got confidence in I had fun doing it because it released something inside of me where I could let go I could proper feel my body moving and my energy flowing and I proper felt like I was alive and that's why I loved love still love theater and then that's why it was so fun and I remember I loved going to shows you know up until like 18 years old I went to shows and then at one point I got sad after a show because I wanted to be a part of it so the whole thing looking up to a show and then seeing the show and then afterwards was like oh but I want to I want to be a part of it I did still enjoy it but there was like a bit of a downfall after it that went away when I started doing my degree in the Netherlands and then I started having something else which was that when I would see a show I would be so much more aware of everything that's going on it's like when you you know turn your hobby into a job sometimes the magic disappears a little bit and you became you become a bit more rational and more explaining things and sometimes you see things that you don't like and that you used to like because you didn't have any knowledge about it so i had periods in my life before when theater became a bit less fun because i learned more about it if it was the history if it was how to make a show and also on what i felt an a good show should be i made a little list with a couple of shows that i've seen which were just so much fun and usually they were very um comedic shows um so you're in town is on that list avenue q is on that list uh, legally blonde the toxic adventure i um we saw it at the um the arts theater the play that goes wrong, of course, and the play about a rom bank robbery. The bank robbery gone wrong? Bank robbery? Something about a bank robbery. Those were just such fun shows. And you can just sit, enjoy, laugh, and just have a good time. Now, when I was in a show in the Netherlands, I was in a musical Shrek. And I was literally living my dream. I enjoyed it so much. And I remember there was a, a point after about three months where I just woke up, had lunch, 
did the show, went home, slept a bit late, and then like slept in in the morning and did a show, and it became a bit repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. It became a routine, and um, it became less fun. And I was like, oh shit, this is becoming work. This is becoming kind of a a a, a habit, a, a thing. And I was like, how can I make this fun for myself? Doing the thing that I love, and now it feels like it becomes work, and it feels like I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. How do I make it fun for myself? And then I started to see each show as if it was as if it was the first show that I did, and every scene that I went into, it was like my first scene, and it really made a difference, and it became such so fresh. Oh, that's fresh. And I started having fun again, because instead of just, you know, your body's really smart and really, really strong. So it would, it will have the muscle memory of the songs, the choreography, everything, and it will just do it. And I think that's what happened. And then not letting the moment happen, but just being in the moment. I think that was um, a big step. There was a lot of changes in my life, in my personal life, going on at that point as well. Maybe that has something to do with it. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. But that was a, a big learning experience for me for something where I was doing a show for six months in the same theater in Amsterdam, just doing that. I haven't had it with other shows that I did, which were more like touring shows. And they were already that the whole setting was a bit more new and fresh and, and a different uh, venue. Every time it was a bit different. So that keeps it fresh as well. And one of the things that is a bit hard to do because it has to do with trust and it has to do with well confidence it's when you are acting and you feel something the audience will feel it as well so i bet someone has told you before if you're having fun on stage the audience will have fun as well which is true sometimes i love seeing someone perform on stage and having such a good time and even messing up or just owning themselves and then I feel comfortable and I can just look at it and I think that's really important as well oh mama it's drag drag what makes drag fun I think everything about drag is quite fun you know when you were younger and well when I was younger I loved to dress up we had like this little box with like random dress up clothes that you can do and then I remembered always putting a t-shirt over my head as it was like long hair so I could act like I had long hair. When I started doing drag it was like doing that all over again but then a, a nicer version with like wigs and everything else and, and makeup and it was just so much fun and I think still I want drag to be fun instead of something that is you know when I did that show, that becomes a habit or becomes like draining. It becomes a job. I still wanted to have fun. And I think I'm still in a really good place where I still do it on and off, where I can just have fun and just enjoy it. You know what I begin to appreciate so much when I see a drag show is when they do songs where you can just sing along, where they do silly games, where you can have the audience pumped up, I've become to appreciate that so much and that's the whole fun thing about it. It's 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 you are there's so many drag queens who are the person that will be the life of the party and will change the audience in having fun. Do you remember when drag race was fun? 
No, it's still it's still really fun. There was one season that I stopped watching because it just became a reality TV show, which it is. But it be just it just was all about the drama and all about the big personalities. And I was like, I want to see drag. I want to see drag. So I stopped watching that one season. I did watch it last year because I was like, I just need to watch it. But with more recent seasons like season 14 and All Star 7, that they just kept the love and kept showing us drag with a little bit of drama, which is fine. But they still showed us drag, even with the, the, the last season, season 15, with so many incredible drag queens, Anitra, Sasha Colby. They sh- we saw drag. And that's why I watch Drag Race. And it stays fun. And it, it, yeah, I love it. You need to keep it fun because drag is fun. Some drag acts can be very political and very um, uplifting and making people aware. But it always has a kind of humor, heart, fun, love in it. And that's why it's so special. And that's why it is fun. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Zen Garden. How do you keep life fun? Do you need to keep life fun? Like, does it need to be fun 24-7? Hmm, okay. I do feel, for example, going back to my childhood and um, me saying that kind of controlled fun that I had, and that was still a snowball effect in my, you know, older years, all the years? Uh, yeah, when I grew up. Because those thinking patterns are still inside me, there's lots of kind of... Um, I became aware of patterns that were withholding me from letting go and having fun. And I feel that it's quite a big thing when you grow up. You know, when, you, when, you, when you're smaller and you look at an adult, 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 and you think, they're not having fun. And even when I was, like, in my teens, I was like, oh, I, I hope I can have fun still when I'm older. And now I'm, I'm a bit older. Well, yeah, I'm a bit older. And then sometimes I'm like, how do you have fun? How do you unlock this kind of cool having fun? Of course you can, you know, maybe have a drink or uh, a special brownie or something to, you know let go a bit more and not be in your head and I think that's kind of the the key thing of being in your head and rationalizing it because your body wants to have fun your mind wants to have fun your soul everything everything wants to have fun but then your brain is like holding you back from things which could be fear even prepping this podcast I always uh, am quite excited to explore a new topic and then there's always a point halfway through where I write things down and I'm like, oh, I get in my head and I think, oh, is this going to be fun? Is this going to be nice? Are people going to enjoy it? Is it stupid? Is it, what was it? And in a way for this episode, I wrote some things down, but I forced myself to wing it a little bit and to enjoy it and feel a bit more flow and have a bit more fun with it. Hey ho. And by the way, when I was thinking, you know, for the past two years, I've been thinking about doing a podcast. So I've had a lot of ideas what I could do in the episode. 
And one of the things was a segment where I would do a shot of something and I would see how it would affect me and then just talk about it or talk about an, another subject. So maybe I can do that one time or like be a bit tipsy uh, while doing the episode. I don't know if it's if it's allowed, but hey-ho. What do you mean, if it's allowed? Just having fun. Yeah, this is a bit weird. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? I'm holding myself back. You you heard it here, guys. You heard it here. I was holding myself back. You, you know, it's such a boner killer when you are trying to do something fun and then your mind is holding you back or holding you down and um, is damping it. And it's, it's such a practice as well. I need to practice. I need to practice that. You know, but being aware of those rational, damping, fun kind of thoughts. If you become aware of those habits about those thoughts and then you can overcome them and then learn from them, untie them, release them, have fun. Oh, that would be great. Okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Fun is fun, right? You know, I've said it before, when you have sex, it needs to be fun. It needs to... <laughs> I want to say feel comfortable. Um, it ne You need to enjoy it. That's the, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, if it doesn't feel right, stop it. But if it's fun, keep going. And, you know, some people um, enjoy the other side of sex as well. I think the more fetish kind of... Um, maybe humiliation, embarrassing kind of vibes. Um, props to you if you are into that. Um, for me, it's not really fun. Not really. For me, it's not fun. But yeah, keep it fun. Um, being in a, a long-term relationship, not that it's um, work to keep the sex uh, fun, but it is different, and it's the first time I'm living together with my partner, and it's a different ballgame. I remember when I was dating my boyfriend, you know, you live you live apart from each other, and when you would have sleepovers, you could have sex, and there was this kind of space in between. So you could have space for yourself, and he would have space, and um, when we saw each other again, it was great. And when you live together, you are literally on each other's lip. Um, is that an English saying as well? Like, on each other's lip? It's definitely a Dutch one. Which just makes it different when you live together. And during COVID as well, I bet so many um, people out there have such a weird experience during COVID if it comes to sex. Because I was lucky that I had a partner in the same house. But I can imagine you know, people out there who didn't, who didn't have a um, housemate that they lived with that was up for those kind of things, it would have been different. And, um, you know, even, even during my relationship, I thought, oh, I don't want to end up like those straight couples that only would have had sex every week or every two weeks. Because, well, that's how I think straight couples have sex. I don't know if there's any straight couples out there who have more sex but that's how I think about it in a way and during COVID we did this really cool uh we listened to this book it's called seven days a friend of mine um recommended it and it's about taking your partner on seven dates with each other and we would listen to the book 
and it was kind of a, a, a self-help book and it asked us so many questions about our youth about our, how we think about certain things now so it was so helpful and very uh, eye-opening with questions and and things that I didn't know about my partner and vice versa that he didn't know about me and um to make things uh spoken of how do you say it? I to to communicate and that's just I keep on hammering on it but it is about communication and it's it, it is about expressing how you feel and then it gets more fun and then you can have fun I don't really listen to it, but my boyfriend listened to it. It's another podcast from Dan Savage. And he discusses everything relationship and sex related for everybody. Straight, gay, bisexual, everything. Not that I'm promoting his uh, podcast now, but yeah. When he puts it on and I listen to it, it's it's really nice and really, really freshening. Really um, refreshing. Refreshing? Yeah, refreshing. Very fresh. (laughs) Because there's lots of um, straight people talking about certain sexual things. And I'm not saying that gay people are ahead of the game. But there's a lots of differences in uh, opposite sex couples that I think are harder to discuss compared to when you are a same-sex couple. Oh yeah, and what keeps sex fun? Is it dressing up a certain way? Is it playing games? Is it... Is it a fantasy to make your sex life more fun? Yeah, I've told you guys before that some things that I wear makes me feel more sexy in general. But for me, it heightens um, the sex as well. Oh, and do you do it for yourself or do you do it for your partner? For example, like, I love jockstraps. I love wearing jockstraps, jockstraps, because it makes me feel sexy and... I think it turns my boyfriend on. If not, you can comment on it if you are listening to this now. But there are things that, you know, if my boyfriend says, hey, I think this will be really hard to do. And I'm up for that. I'm, I'm literally up for a lot of things. Then it makes me more fun because I think I get turned on if someone else gets turned on. Not with all, all things, but when my partner is turned on by something, that makes me feel turned on as well. So another interesting thing, I remember when I was single and, you know, London is busy, everybody's busy, everybody's a young professional, whatever that is, it just means that you got a job. But I've had times where I would talk to someone and, you know, it's sometimes hard to set a date to meet up and sometimes you just want to hook up. So when you're talking about it and the person says, oh, I can meet next Tuesday, I'm like, fine, yeah, but... I don't know how I'm feeling next Tuesday. It's literally eight days away or whatever. And I don't know if I'm going to be horny at that time, which is cool. And looking back, it's very rational. It's very like, oh, I'm feeling a certain way now talking to this person. But am I going to feel the same way when I meet them? The flip side of that, I've had it before when I would make a date, a hookup with someone and you would look forward to it. You would feel excited. You would, you know, are looking forward for what you're going to do. And again, your brain is in the way. Your brain, my brain, my brain is in the way of that. And still, like, I can uh, overthink a lot of things before I would have sex. Um, because I've 
you know, I sometimes have a, a, a certain way how I want sex to be. And I'm scared that it would not turn out a certain way. Yeah, the whole end thing of this whole fun chapter is don't get in your head and have fun. <laughs> Things in life need to stay fun because why are you living if you don't have fun and enjoy it? Do I want to add anything to the sex bit? No. And on that note, I'm going to pull a card. It has been really quiet because my cats are like sleeping on the bed upstairs. So I become sometimes so aware of like the, the noise in the background and yeah, if you hear it, but I think I need to get over that as well to have more fun when they are having fun while I'm doing a podcast. Oh, well, um, I'm going to pull a card from the Angel Guide Oracle deck from Kyle Gray. This card is ooh, for you for this week when it comes out for you. What do you need? Thank you, angels, for telling us what my amazing, gorgeous listeners need this week. Ease and grace. Ease and grace. Very peaceful. You're going to flower this week. Yeah. You have set things in motion and now it's for you to blossom. It's for you to bloom. It's for you to joy. There's, the card is so yellow. It's, it's bursting out with yellowness. Yeah, it will be easy for you to relax and it will be easy... Maybe that's why the message is not that in my face, because it feels very soft and it feels very enjoyable and uh, at ease. Hopefully that made sense for this week. Yeah. Lovely, lovely, lovely people. Thank you so much for listening. I had a good time. I've had fun and I think, you know, life is up and down sometimes and... And when you can let go and be out of your head and have some fun, oh, it just it just adds to life. So if you have any questions for me, please message me on What Is This Feeling podcast on Instagram. Send me a message, send me a voice note, do whatever you like. And thank you again so much, lovely people. Listen to your feelings. Your feelings are valid. You are valid. Have an amazing week. <laughs>